this Monday night, we're sending you back to the podcast. Oh, jeez. Hey. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Josh Legato. This is my sister, Glenda Legato. We got Shazam, Justin Roiland News. Uh, but first, I have a little small world for you. You know how you went to uh, uh, Miguel's uh, house for a party? I don't know if you're yeah. you allowed to mention that. <laughs> okay. He wasn't there. Uh, yeah, from well, Cobra Kai. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't there. His parents were there. Right. Well, small world. My co-worker is uh, neighbors with uh, the kid that plays Dimitri, Gianni DiCenzo. Do you know Dimitri from Cobra Kai? No, which one's that one? He's the really nerdy one that takes up karate the last from the three. The oh, three okay. Friends. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I guess oh, he has cool. a co- he has a couple properties. So my coworker watches over his house a lot of one now. He says he's a really nice kid, nice family. Oh. Yeah, small world. <laughs> <laughs> so one one degree of separation, right? In- <laughs> That's pretty crazy, though. Too bad you didn't meet Miguel, but all right, maybe one day. Yeah, no, maybe one day. All right, let's get to the the first topic here. Uh, Zachary Levi from Shazam, he backs claims from the rap that Dwayne Johnson blocked a post credit scene that would have featured uh, Levi Shazam in the post credits. The report also mentions Dwayne blocked members of Black Adams Justice Society of America to appear in the new movie Fury of Gods, with and even with filmmaker David F. Sandberg telling the Hollywood Reporter that the scene fell fell three days before we're going to roll cameras, forcing him to find alternate characters at the last minute. Lastly, the report alleges that Johnson attempted to put himself at the center of the DCU, so he blocked Shazam from being in his post credit scene. And then three okay. days before filming, the you know how the, he has his own little society league, whatever it would be called. I just said it. Oh, I didn't know that. Justice, Justice Society of America. He blocked those characters from appearing in Shazam. And, uh, Zachary Levi confirmed confirmed everything on the this report. So wow, <laughs> exactly. I can see why they kicked him out. Go ahead. Coming is Zachary coming off as angry about it or? Or just kind uh, of matter of fact. He just confirmed it on a tweet. So oh, there was a report. He, there was a report about it, and he just tweeted like, "Let the, the truth will set you free." But obviously, okay. he would be annoyed by it. You can see yeah. why the Rock has been kicked out. I think I don't know honestly if if Black Adam had done better, they wouldn't care. You know, you know what I mean. I don't think he's kicked out because of all that. I'm sure. It, it not doing well and then that is like you know i'm sure it doesn't help him his situation well, i don't shouldn't necessarily kicked out as far as he was pushing for him versus superman even though he's more connected to shazam yeah uh, and once uh what's his name caval was gone and he saw the he's kind of and the people have been talking about these reports have been coming out how demanding he was even like what he wanted his own liquor brand being served and stuff like that is like he he i think he it's a mutual like he opted out and they're like you can uh buy they're not gonna they weren't begging him to stay <laughs> yeah yeah i mean no, no yeah. It, it's hard because when people make like you're talking about the liquor brand i don't know if that's bad you know it just depends how you asked if it was forced if it was his manager really saying that um, even the storylines, like, uh, yeah, he may have wanted things to go a certain way. I think all of that, I don't know if it really, the, the, what was a three day thing though? 
Three so for, for the new movie Fury of Gods, there yeah. was it, three days before they were set to film, people mm-hmm. from the his, the Justice Society, The Rock uh, demanded that they don't use those characters. So now they have to work a whole other scene in three days with different char- different actors, Jeez. different characters. That's kind of insane. I don't. I haven't seen the movie yet, so I don't know what the after credits is. I don't yeah. know. If it, did you? You probably seen it, right? Actually, I haven't yet. Uh, mostly because oh, okay. I've just been busy. But yeah, yeah, we 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 are planning to see it though. <laughs> I mean, at this point, the after credits doesn't really matter, I guess, since they're rebooting everything. But... Yeah, What's I don't the... know. I. I... I don't know. I I feel like I'd like to hear his side. Demand demands is is very. I don't know. I feel like it's very common to say, "Hey, I want. I'm gonna. I want to destroy this way." And then the other people, the other the team or the studio, they accommodate. And you know, I I don't. It just depends how he approached it. I guess you know. It's it's, it's weird to put all the. You can't put all the blame on on Dwayne because ultimately the studio makes the decision. So it it might have been that Dwayne pitched an idea like, no, I want to keep it in this universe. Let's keep this. Like, let's keep this idea going. And then they agree. You know, I you know, I don't know. I think to be the new guy to make up the demands is kind of weird. It's like if you have a story set mm-hmm. up and you've got to do what he wants, you know, uh, he's he's got to be careful now because he has the same reputation with Fast and the Furious where he couldn't get along with Vin Diesel. Vadiza doesn't seem like the best guy anyway, but yeah, here he's not. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so you know, people were on his side, but now you know, he's got to be careful. He's you know, he's not, for sure, he's a big star, sure. but it's not that big. I've I seen mean, the way people talk about pretty, his acting, so <laughs> he's pretty big. He's a big star, but yeah, as far as his acting, isn't there at all? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's very close. People yeah. are starting to tire out on him because they, they, I've been seeing that he plays the same character, same character, same character. Yeah, he's got a. He is a big star, though. I mean, he He is a big star. Yeah, absolutely. He's a big star, so I I could see why they would want to meet those demands. And nowadays, it's like, how many followers do you have? And he's got one of the most followers out there on on social media, and like that's so big now when you're casting and when a studio looks at you, they look at that and they think, oh, that's going to bring in money. And I'm glad. I'm actually. Maybe they won't look at it that way. They can see that it's just a good story. It's not about it's not just about followers, you know. So, you know, I don't know. I, it, I, I don't know. To me, it depends how he approached it. If it was really management, he is a big star, so I can see why he made requests and why they they folded it to them. You know, I actually liked Black Adam. To be honest, did you see it? Oh, it was boring as hell. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, liked it. it. I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was boring. I like the girl. Um, she's from uh, Sex Life. She's beautiful. I like the. I don't know. I liked it all, but I also don't know what Black Adam was supposed to be. So I get that complaint that he didn't go full costume with it. I guess. Um, it wasn't the costume. It's his look. <laughs> oh, whatever. His prosthetic ears or something, right? Some hair <laughs> and the ears, just like yeah. Neymar. Come on. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. move on. Uh, let's move on to good news for you. Oh, Reports surfaced earlier this week that Willow was canceled, but <laughs> showrunner John Caston said on Twitter that's not going to it's just not going ahead right now. The second season is being planned, and he says uh, he's eager to return to the next season. He also left a quote: "I feel fairly confident that if asked, neither I nor the folks at Lucasfilm would or have actually character- characterized Willow as being canceled." So Willow's not canceled, it's just on hiatus for probably a couple of years. Uh, 
I'm not happy about that. <laughs> Why? I thought you wanted the show to go on. I mean, I didn't say that. I just wasn't too happy with how they wrote the female characters, you know. Um, but I didn't finish it. So I started shows where I'm like, I'm not that into it. And then they win me over. So, you know, um, Alara Dannon. No, is that her name? Uh, oh, I didn't. I didn't watch the show. Yeah, but she's in the in the film too. Um, oh, I'm forgetting her name, but yeah, I mean, I just she didn't even know. She, I don't know. It just, I I think it just needed to the females needed to be written better. They have a all the a strong female cast, but it felt forced sometimes. Um, but Willow is actually one of my favorite films, so. If they get a second season, I'm okay with that as long as it's done well. And visually, it was beautiful. So we'll see. It is. I don't know. Seeing that the showrunner was named Caston, I knew it was going to be nepotism. So that's this is the son of Lawrence Caston. They got to do the show. <laughs> the, the showrunner's his son? Oh, yeah. How many castings um, do you think they're all in the world? I just Googled it. Oh, okay. And Lawrence Caston, he, he pretty much he directed the second uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yes, he did. Yeah. He's a co-writer. He's a co-writer, right? He's a director and co-writer, or just a co-writer? I think he's a director, right? Kazan did, didn't direct the Empire. So he wrote it. He wrote it, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But yeah, not surprised there. Nepotism in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see. I don't know how I feel. I have to well, finish it. I feel. But you yes, got plenty, of, you got plenty of time. Yeah, I have plenty of time. <laughs> All right, here's the big story. Uh, charges against Justin Rowling have been dropped and he released a statement. Uh, I've always been known. Uh, I've always known that these claims were false. I never had any doubt that this day would come. Rowling said in a new statement, "I'm thankful this case has been dismissed, but at the same time, I am still deeply shaken by the horrible lies that were reported about me during this process. Most of all, I'm disappointed that so many people were so quick to judge without knowing the facts, based solely on the word of embittered ex trying to by- bypass do embittered ex. Excuse me." Trying to bypass due process to have me canceled. Uh, what Justin doesn't mention is nobody canceled him for the allegations or anything. He got canceled because he got exposed through text messages of hitting up minors and saying wild yeah. shit. <laughs> Didn't yeah. address any of that. He's just acting. Yeah. He's doing a victim parade on Twitter. People are like, uh, boy, and like, come on, bro. That's not it's why he got so canceled. Gross. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, like, my question is, yeah, did it get dropped because he paid? They settled and he paid them. You know, exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, that's what the rich get away with. That's what everybody's thinking. First of all, like, charge my guard drop was uh, he she got paid off and she like, didn't want to pursue them more, or just the stress of having her name in, in the, the public eye. She, she people don't want to deal with it's that either. Bad. No, they don't. So, you don't know if she got paid off or she just didn't want to deal with the headache. It was like three years ago already. So, yeah, but it's crazy that he's uh, he's acting like he, he's innocent. <laughs> That's not why everybody was mad. People were going to give him due process when that first came out. Like, well, he's—I mean, not everybody, but people were like, even myself included. Like, I'm going to wait to see what it is. Like, I'm not just going to assume anything. But then all the other stuff came out, and that's why I was like, okay, well, he's—he's he's terrible. Yeah, I mean, especially he, first of all, it's like you're doing a song and dance. It's just like I don't know, calm down, dude. And at least when when um, Dan Harmon had his accusations made or when he had those allegations made against him he actually did you did you hear about that 
Which one, Dead Harmon's? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he owned up to it. Yeah, that's he why he left the show. Yeah. yeah, That's why he left. He left the show. Uh, he he he's owned up to it uh, publicly a lot of lot of times and personally yeah. apologized to her publicly, apologizers yeah. realized uh, what he was doing is wrong and that's why he started hiring yes. more female writers to yes. uh, make up for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's how you, you handle uh, it. You gotta yeah. own up to it. <laughs> you gotta change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how you handle it. I think Don, yeah, yeah. Dan Harmon handled it well, and hopefully he's he won't. It sounds like he won't do that again. Um, you know, like you said, he didn't even address the text. Why are you doing a song and dance, dude? You know, you still have these texts to minors. Like I, when I was reading, because you you know you sent me that, and I was like, okay, where's a, a where did he address about the minors? And then you had the note. <laughs> Tone deaf doesn't address the the, <laughs> the 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 text to minors. I was like, yeah, well. <laughs> um, I don't know. So, what does that mean, though? If he's acquitted, does he still get to be a part of Rick and Morty? Or I think uh, no, uh, I don't think they're gonna bring him back. I think what it means is like, guarantee within two or three years, uh, just gonna be he's gonna sue their asses. I'm sure. So he can get sue paid who? out. Rick and Morty. Uh, whoever, whoever creates Rick and Morty, Adult Swim, whoever's the owner of, of Rick he's and gonna Morty, he's going to sue them. That's what always happens. He's going to say, "Well, listen, I, I, I wasn't. There's no, I wasn't charged for this, and that all, all the other stuff is allegations. I was never charged for. I didn't commit a crime, and blah blah blah. You know, he's going to wait. And everybody, this happens all the time. He's going to wait a couple of years until they give him a big payout. That's what it is. Unless they're really going to pay, unless they paid him out now, like here, go away. Here's a ton of money. Go away. I guarantee you, he's going to sue them. Was he gonna? Because he's not gonna be working for a while. Let's be honest. He might he might come back five years from now. Whatever. He's not gonna be working for a while. He's got nothing else to think about but that. So, I guarantee at some point he's gonna sue if he doesn't get a payday from them. It's just so disappointing. It's disappointing, but whatever. Uh, like like I said, they don't they don't even need him. He's just, uh, he's just a, a voice actor yeah. that works at home at this point. So <laughs> they haven't they haven't said who's doing his voice now. No, not yet. I haven't announced it yet. Okay. Uh, we'll, be, we'll report on it when it happens. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I know that he still had. They still have a few more seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's not going yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good. Did you catch up yet? Yeah, I finished. We talked about it last time. I finished. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we talked about it already. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll bring it up uh, since we're going at a brisk pace. I'll bring up. Uh, Marvel Studios executive Victoria Lonza was poorly reportedly fired by Disney. She was in, uh, in charge of special effects. Uh, I never heard of her. I don't even know why you need to be in charge of special effects over a ton of movies because it's not like she's actually doing the special effects. Um, so they just came out today. The reason she got fired is not because the special effects are bad. As you know, it takes it, to have good special effects. You need time. Just like right. a good edit, you need time. It's not her. She doesn't do the special effects. She probably just hires the people to make the special effects right Listen, i don't think it's that hard of a job some people are blaming her oh look at those special effects and the marvel stuff it's bad she should be fired like well that's not her, her job's not to make the special effects i'm pretty sure you, her job's just to hire the special effects team for all the movies that are, are slated to come out but is she rushing them though is i, mean, I doubt what? she's the one rushing them <laughs> i doubt she's well, the one saying She's not a director. True. She's not this and that. You know, she's. I'm. I don't know the exact details, but from what what it seems like, it would have to be. She's in charge of. Here's the list of movies. 
make sure that uh, all these studios need special effects done and you got to schedule it so we can reuse this team more, you know, for this movie and that movie, whatever. I'm sure that's the hard job, but that's what it, it has to be that, right? So right. The, here's a real reason why she got fired. Uh, she has this exclusive, exclusive contract with them where no compete clause. You can't work for all the studios. She did okay. it multiple. She did it multiple times with uh, last one being Amazon Prime. Uh, I forget the name of the show. Last one was Amazon Prime. She did a show for. Her. Uh, apparently it was good, and that's why she got fired because she uh, she did it multiple times. She worked for other studios. Obviously, she really? should be busy with her own studio. You're not supposed to do that. Moonlighting. Oh. Okay. So that's the reason she got fired. It's not because of the special effects are bad. I guarantee you, she has nothing to do with that. Okay. <laughs> you know, so that's why. It wasn't random. There was a good reason for it. And there wasn't because of the effects okay. are bad. I want to defend her a little bit. Um, I, I mean, apparently, it's, it's you know, everybody's reporting. I, I, most people, I never heard of her. I don't know. <laughs> you know no, I, I never heard of her. I didn't know that was a position, you know? Yeah, I didn't even know that was a position thing. So What is a position? She she's in charge of CGI for the, for all the movies. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm assuming that means she has to set up the studios to be available to work on all these. Movies. I, I'm assuming, yeah. She probably does a lot of coordinating, like you said, hiring, exactly, yeah. finding the right yeah. artists, um, meeting deadlines, checking in, um, probably approving stuff and saying no, that doesn't look good or whatever. Um, yeah. She'll have a little blame if that's if that's part of it, but. You know when you when you watch those documentaries and they talk about the special effects, you don't hear about this type of person. You know, it's all about the director teaming up with the uh, 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 like Stan Winston and Stan Winston doesn't do CGI, but you know what I mean, like that type of person. And then they they yeah. work on it. I never hear about this third party that's overseeing every movie. So like, how how responsible is she? Like, I well, know. I only know because I saw it a little bit through working with Robert. There are many positions in the, in VFX, you know, yeah, Chris yeah, had a, this, if you look up Chris, he had like this like long title because he was doing not just VFX, but other post stuff. So it makes sense. And these artists need somebody who wrangles them. And so, and then, and then somebody else works with the producer, and then, you know, those people get more, you know, visual credit or maybe get interviewed more or whatever. But there's always well, like, you know, ahead of. So, a like when Robert, when Robert hired, did he, did he pick like an established company, or he got is more indie where he's getting like talent to come in and do it, and then that's why they need the coordinator. What what it, how was it? Yes. So the way he does it is he has an internal team. He does use an exterior team too. He uses both, actually. Um, so when I worked for him, I, he was working for a big VFX company. Uh, I feel like it starts with a W. But regardless, he also has an internal team. So they do a lot of the pre the previs. Like um, he gets, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but you get to see like um, a scene play out, and but it's done in visual effects. So like for example, an action scene like he can see how the the boat is gonna flip and you know it's gonna be all the effects and he'll see that ahead of time and like yeah you you can kind of decide how you want to do it so he has like this mini team um he hires the, the the VFX artist himself um I don't know how he recruits them or finds them because when I was there they were already there you know um but then when post-production comes it's a whole other team that works with his vfx team it's crazy and so like okay. a post-production um supervised producer 
which I thought was interesting. Like all these titles were, were crazy and different people that would come in that weren't there initially would come and manage his team. It, it was, it's, it's weird. It's like a lot of people. And when I was there, Chris wasn't there, but he was sort of like the in-between, like a coordinator. Um, Chris, your husband. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know he dealt so, with that. That's cool. Yeah. Chris dealt with VFX. Yeah. Um, but he's always wanted to do like, like do the behind the scenes stuff. So, um, that's where he started and then he ended up with trailers, but yeah, so he, I, I saw how the VFX team works. It's like what you said, it's indie. So he brings in his own, but then once the project gets bigger, there's another team that gets involved and it's pretty cool. I mean, but it is a lot of different like management levels and coordinators and okay. people involved. Yeah. Yeah. Because like when you watch like Star Wars, for instance, the, they hire industrial light and magic and then you see the director right. working with the main guy and you right. think they're the ones saying that looks good enough or doesn't look good enough. But it makes right. sense, especially especially Marvel is obviously a big studio, but if when you have so yeah. many projects, you got to bring yeah. outside talent. So yeah, it makes sense. You need that coordinator. I yeah. still wouldn't blame her too much for it. <laughs> No, if you don't get people time to do something, yeah. it's not going to be as good. That's the problem. No, like you said, the moonlighting is probably, but she might have been moonlighting because I hear, and Chris was telling me that a lot of the VFX artists on Marvel movies are getting upset because they're being rushed to do yeah, work absolutely that rushed. doesn't look as good. Yeah, it doesn't look it's as good. As the, it it's one of the reasons Kevin Feige said we're slowing things down. We're, we're cutting down, yeah. we're going to have less shows, less movies slowly down. Because they're all rushing yeah. in, and it's, it's it's not just affecting the, the effects; it's affecting the stories and the connectivity. Yes. It's affecting a lot of yeah. things. So, yeah, they should yeah. be fresher. <laughs> I did hear some news about Kathleen Kennedy that you'd like. I hope it's not okay. true. Well, let's go. Let's hear it. She got on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she gone. Well, She's about to be. So Next. I heard. I heard. Well, what I re- read was that. Um, and again, this is alleged. I don't know if it's true, but I'm sure you might think it is, and maybe it is, because a lot of these rumors turn out to be true. But it, it depends apparently... who who says it. But yeah, okay, right. But it, it, so I, what it was is that supposedly John Favreau threatened to leave because he was tired of Kathleen's input, and it was not elevating the material. So he was done. And like Kara Dune was one of those things. He didn't think she should have left over a tweet, which I agree. I think you have to have you. I, I see both sides. I think with Kara Dune, like, for example, if I work at Disney, I can't make blanket statements. So she should, everyone who works for Disney, because you're an actor, doesn't mean you don't have the same guidelines, right? Like, if you work for MGM, you can't be tweeting crazy racist things, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're representing the brand, so I understood that side why she might have needed to be let go. Because anybody else who works for Disney would have been. She's not special, but on the other hand, you know you should have your your be able to have your own views and not be controlled either. So I understand that side. I think John Favreau was very disappointed because I think what a lot of people are saying is the actress that plays her. I'm blanking on her name. Um, uh, Cara Dune. Remember, she was in a, a lot of um, heat over saying that people that support oh, Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, MMA, the, the, MMA, the MMA fighter. Yes, I'm forgetting her name, but yeah, yeah, she yeah. said that, that they. it's almost like they're being treat, uh, sent to concentration camps. It was just the <laughs> yes. worst and weird analogy. But 
it's more out of ignorance. She's not a bad person. And if you hear her in interviews and most people that know her, and that's why John Favreau was upset because she's actually a good person. It's just that sometimes yeah, I wouldn't mind her staying on the, coming back to the show, staying on the show. Right. Maybe like get a hand slap, maybe get punished because you're saying things that are anti sound that are sound uh, anti-Semitic sounding, you know, um, I don't think she meant to be that way, but she doesn't realize the weight of like a concentration camp and people not liking Trump or right being right wing or, or conservative or whatever. There's a big difference. Um, but regardless, that was one very, and I did hear that a lot. Maybe you did too. That John Favreau was very upset about her being let no. go. No, uh, yes. I, oh, what okay. I did see is um, people that were in the show, like Bill Burr and even I think Pedro. They claimed she was a wonderful lady. You know, yes. and he, I don't remember what she tweeted. I remember it being a little bit wild, but she seems like a nice person. Just uh, yes, that's why they were so. <laughs> She's actually a nice and person. Nobody yeah. really wanted to. The fans didn't want to cancel her. You know. Maybe it's yeah. wrong what she was saying, but not not enough to like cancel her. She just right. needs to be educated, or maybe just different. Opinion. I don't, I don't know what you said. Ignorance. I don't want to defend it, it too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, the other thing was that it was it was one was that was like saying that you know people on the right, conservative people, are almost being treated like. Um, yeah, the, you know, it was like stupid comparisons. Like, yeah, like, that was I'm one. Like, but the other one was. Um, not wanting to say her pronouns and making fun of that, which I don't think is the biggest deal. I feel like, yes, we're big on pronouns, but not everybody should have to say it. I actually myself feel weird having to say, I actually want to, so I don't know if you know this, when I pitched a comic book um, to a company, they asked me to say what my pronoun is. And I get it. It was out of courtesy, but it feels weird you know, to like the, have to, have to say I'm a is- girl. You know, the thing is, uh, anybody younger in their 20s right now are gonna roll your eyes at what you just said. Uh, but people our age, uh, we didn't grow up with that, so it's just you know, just like you're a grandma, or it's just different. No, times. I get We're it, not, yeah, it's something, and I'm not new. against it. The thing yeah, is, I'm not against it's, it's, it, you don't, yeah. you're not against it, but it's also like I don't get it, or like it's just different, and like it's harder to understand. And well, it's, for your, it's more that I don't even want to have to say I'm a girl. You know, what if I don't want to say what I am? Well, that's what if I want to keep point, that a secret? You could be no, non-binary. I, felt, I, felt, I know, but I felt like having <laughs> to say, I felt I felt like having to say my pronoun meant I have to tell you I'm female. It isn't that I don't want to say what oh, I am. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. You know that's what I mean? A, like, I don't, yeah, I don't want you to, what if I don't want you to know my gender at all? I just want you to read that's, my material, you know? So yeah, actually, I get, yeah. <laughs> I get, I get that they were, they felt like they were doing it out of courtesy. It wasn't a mean thing, but you know, it's okay to have these discussions. I think we're like making it so heavy and it doesn't need to be, you know? So I think that was, um, the actress, gosh, I I can't remember her name. Um, oh, well, anyways, I think that was her point, but so John Favreau threatened to quit. That was one heavy point for him. He did not like the care. And I read that everywhere that he didn't like that. She was fired. So then um, he went to buy a biker and he's like, I'm not staying if she's going to be, if she's going to give input, like I'm not, apparently Bob Iger said, okay, so Kathleen Kennedy is not involved in season three and look how great it is. <laughs> you know how you just said season three feels like a movie? Wait, John Favreau said that? Apparently, I mean, this is all, you know, rumors, but apparently uh, Kathleen looking- Kennedy is not involved. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking it up, and nobody reputable is writing this stuff because they've been saying stuff so like that for. 
yeah from uh, not not exactly what you're saying but similar stuff to that but people have been saying stuff like that for four or five years now and they're not reputable that she's not involved no just stuff that She's about to get fired. It's been going on for five or four I don't or five think, years. No, I don't, people are I didn't, like, people. The, I didn't hear the stockholders. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, that's what I just saw right now, and I've seen before. Stockholders are pissed at her. She might be removed. Uh, she's she's getting blamed for poor choices. It's like they've been saying this for years that she's almost going to be gone because of the choices, and people are pissed at her. Blah blah blah. Same so, every year, and nothing nothing's happened because they're not reputable sites. They're clickbait sites. No, I don't see I nothing about her from her. Why did I see that she was fired? I just saw that Bob Iger agreed to let him. Basically, not even that he that she's fired or that she won't be involved. That he will have creative freedom. That's all John Favreau wants is creative freedom on the on the show. He just wants to be left alone and to do it. I do believe that's. I possible. hope that's true. Good. <laughs> yeah, I, I do, and and look at the season. It does feel more more like his voice. You know, I feel like it elevate. It was so much more elevated this season. Um, but it could also be Rick Fukuyama too. I like his stuff. Um, he's an executive producer on this season, so I don't know. It was interesting. I was like, "Oh, Josh might like that." I mean, the fact that this season is so good um, and so elevated—like maybe it is that. Maybe it is that that they decided to leave him alone, not just Kathleen, the studio. Like he told, he went to Bob. He's like, "I just want to freedom on on Mandalorian." And, I mean, all the seasons are good. I don't know if it's that much different. I don't know. I feel like this one's better. I feel like this one's been the best for me. It feels like a movie. You know, every episode feels like a movie. Uh, the last one was okay. It was a, like a short story. Was... Yeah. Yeah. And we'll I do see. feel, do you feel like it's turning into um, Bo-Katan's show? Like another spinoff bit. where they did for Boba Fett. <laughs> I don't know about a spinoff. I, I think she, the show no, the show's okay. called Mandalorian. I think there's more of a direction right now where they're gonna they're trying to restore Mandalore or something with that. Bokotan maybe lead the people. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, it seems focused, but focus on the, strictly the their religious cult in Mandalore in particular. Yeah. Where before you didn't know really where they're gonna go, but other than that whole episode of the revenge story of two characters on the side <laughs> that took forever. But did <laughs> you like? Pretty... Did you like the flashback in the last episode? Oh well, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was so cool, and the fact that it's the guy that plays Jar Jar Binks, the Mad Best. Yes, I mean, <laughs> it, like he got he's he got his redemption. I have a Jar Jar ring too. I uh, I feel bad for because he said uh, he almost committed suicide. <gasps> oh, that's know. right, yeah. Because of the whole hate over Jar Jar, right? Yeah, but people are, are misunderstanding it because people are, are saying he got bullied by the fandom. Uh, the he never got. He said himself it was the media backlash that made him feel that way because they're critiquing his character and people. We're saying the characters racist, and they were because, but they were saying George Lucas for putting that because the way the character was acting seemed like those old school black characters, and it's racist. Nobody even knew a, a character played him for like ten years, so they weren't. But he took it personal because he played that character, but nobody even yeah. knew there was a person behind yeah, it. Yeah, it's his art too. The thing is so, that film is a collaborative art. So yeah, George 
came up with the idea and he executed it. But he, yeah. Ahmed was so, part of that. So people think that, uh, like how it is today, people were bullying him personally. All my Ahmed best, but nobody even knew who he was. Nobody, people weren't really bullying him because they didn't even know who he was. So uh, there's a misconception that people were bullying him. No, he he felt bullied from the media and how yeah how how people maybe uh, perceived him because they yeah. hated the character. But it was never. Yeah. It, it's more about mental health. It was never towards Ahmed Best. When people found out he was a person, there was a little goofing on. But at that point, that was like way way later. But there was also the appreciation because the younger audience grew up and they actually liked Jar Jar and they liked the anime. So mm-hmm. he actually has a lot of appreciation, and you know they actually feel bad for him. But you know, yeah. I feel bad for him. But I think people misunderstand it. It wasn't, it wasn't like today where they can just at you and tell you you're garbage. It was actually how the media backlash, just because nobody liked him, he took it personal. And you know, yeah. it's a tough job as actor. It's a tough job because George Lucas. Yeah. If anybody got bullied, it was George Lucas. If anybody got yeah. bullied, he had documentaries made the people against George Lucas. Like he got bullied by people. So it's a tough job, but I don't want people mistaking like people was bullied into suicide. It's not exactly what happened. He just couldn't take no. the, the character. Yeah, I think. The, him. But I think the 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 issue is that we get so nasty online that we don't realize how it affects other people. You know, yes, he wasn't directly bullied, and you know, I'm sure there were there might have been some reports of like, oh, he did the worst acting of, and he did the worst voice. But I mean. I'm sure there was some stuff that was very painful. I think people are just yeah. I mean, that, people said that not knowing there was a guy doing it though. Uh, I mean, it it wouldn't change anything. Though. People knew there was an actor behind it. I don't think it would change anything. They would probably. What do you mean uh, they didn't know? That of course they knew that somebody was doing it. Was no, it computer generated? Yes, it was. It's a CGI character. At that time, we all thought it was computer generated character. There wasn't. Yeah, but it, was it voice. wasn't. The voices you get a voice actor. What do you mean? Nobody knew yeah, there but- was a man in a suit until they released that behind the scenes footage, doing the voice and actually being there. At the time, right. every, there was there wasn't actors. There wasn't a, it wasn't a normal thing to have actors do the CGI character at that time. But I mean, he created that character through the voice, so I, I think that that is painful. Like that was your art that somebody didn't like. You know, yes. Well, he didn't. Uh, no, he actually physically created that character. He was doing well. Everything. That too. That too. I'm just saying, even if it was just the voice, though. Um, which you said people thought that's all it was. It still was a big part of why they hated the character. You oh, know? yeah, for sure. So I just... But I think I George Lucas I, did him dirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think art is tough. You know, that's why I've been so fearful to go down this route. I think you just envision something and it's not malicious and it comes off that way, you know? Um I like Jar Jar, and I think the idea of Jar Jar um, going dark is cool too. I I I, I would be really yeah, cool that would have been dope. They saw yeah. they show there's this, there's clips on YouTube where they show how he could possibly be a Sith in the anime, and stuff, or or not a Sith, but like well maybe a Sith or a Force user. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if people don't know, you should explain it. People might not know about the dark. What is he called? Dark Jar Jar. I guess. Uh, I mean, there's I a it's... bunch of there's a bunch of clips just from the movies alone where, you know, he's he's with Palpatine and he's the one that vouches for him on a certain boat or something. There's all this little stuff that he's a part of. Like he could have easily been behind the scenes manipulating things. 
Yes. And so, if you look up when he falls from the from the from the bridge when they're running away and he he just casually jumps with the Jedi, um, you'll notice um he just does it too too like too um too good. There's a lot of, <laughs> too too well, yes, yeah, sorry. So apparently some of his fight movements they mimic what's called like the what I was saying the other week, drunken master or whatever. Drunken boxing. Uh, it's a specific type of martial arts. It's called I don't know what. Drunken boxing. It, is it drunken boxing? I don't know. But if you Pretty look sure. at it and analyze it, apparently he did a lot of that, like where he grabbed heads with his feet and like the robot heads and started shooting things. Um, and if you look at the title, it's called the Phantom Menace. Um, yeah, you you would never know that he's the. He bad would guy. be the over. over uh... Darth Sidious, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's even got those red eyes sometimes, the Sif eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's a very cool theory that um, I they think somebody should. Yeah. It would have saved the character. Should. It would have saved the character for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's basically playing dumb. And you know, Natalie Portman loves Ahmed Best. She always defends him and defends Jar Jar. Um, I got to meet Ahmed Best best once actually at a like at a book reading um but i i didn't realize when he came on screen that it was him even though i had met him once before <laughs> i didn't find out to the title and titles i was like oh my gosh that was a med best that did that whole uh jedi scene which was so amazing and i think some people say that ship he gets on is a padme ship oh interesting yeah uh we're just getting all the praise now Yes. All right. Let's get to our recommendations. You go first because I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna recommend a K drama that just uh, dropped uh, on Netflix from 2020. It's called Mr. Queen. It's a it's about a a chef in modern day who's kind of like a, kind of like a playboy, or whatever you know, kind of that type of character. And he ends up falling uh, from a tall building into the wa- into a, a pool while he's running away from the cops because he got framed for something. And when he wakes, he when he w- hits the pool, he sees uh, like this beautiful angel in a period piece, and they kiss. And he wakes up in like fetal uh, fetal Korea, like okay. two centuries ago. But when he wakes up, he wakes up as that woman. <laughs> so he wakes up as a as a, a queen. In the old time uh, Korea. Wow. Uh, so it's uh, and they're using uh, real uh, people from the past with okay. uh, basically what really happened, sort of, because like based on real characters and real events, obviously okay. fictionalized. But uh, it's really, really funny because he's a man and a woman, so he's supposed to be a queen marrying the king, but he's he's into the handmaidens and he's freaked out. So there's like a lot of interesting, uh, especially for Korea, like gender okay. stuff because she comes off gay and you know, but then sometimes because he's still a woman, he can find he gets mad if he gets if he feels anything for the king, but uh, it's it's really it's really really hysterical, but also it's a dramedy, so it gets really serious too. Does a little Game of Thrones in there too because it does get serious as well. So Mr. you're Queen really into the K dramas. <laughs> yeah, just dropped. 20 episodes instead of 16. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> All right, Go I on. know my recommendation. I'm going to do World of Tomorrow. It's a film series. 
I first saw it at Fantastic Fest. Um, I it's an animated film series um, by Don Hertzfeld, and it's amazing. It'll move you. Um, it's about it's a science fiction story about the future, and you know, I, I don't want to spoil it because it kind of goes to weird places. Um, but it like moves you, it makes you cry, and it stays with you. And um, somebody else I know watched it too for the first time, and they're like, it just sticks in your head. It's kind of powerful, and it has two parts. So I saw the first one in 2015, I think. Um, and then the second one was just as good. And it just kind of addresses like uh, technology and death and like what that all means in the future. Um, the second one came out in 2017. So yeah, that's fine. This is a series? It's a film series. Well, it's two different films. Um, one came out in 2015 and the other one came out in 2017. Um, it, yeah, it's just very thought-provoking. It's different. It's different. All right. Go back to the movies. Go back to the movies. My friend Marco Zorora is in um, Wick, John Wick 4. Go see it. He plays the villain. Um, the main villain. Poking... Oh, villain yeah. or the main villain. I'm pretty sure he plays the main villain. I'm gonna I'm gonna see it hopefully tonight. So I'll find out. But really? I, but he's been yes. Uh, apparently Keanu Reeves has been wanting had been wanting to work with Marco for a while because Marco is an amazing uh, martial artist um, based out of Chile. Uh, I oh, actually really? had the opportunity to like pitch a TV show with him. Uh, we didn't sell it, but he's very intelligent, very kind. His martial arts is incredible. He has like a uh, a director that he always works with. Um, he's just really good. He's he's phenomenal, and he needs his moment. And I hope and I think this is it. Well, he's not the main villain because Bill Skarsgård is. So maybe he's the oh, number okay. two villain. He's probably the number two then. How do you, how do you know? Marco, I met on the set of Machete. Machete kills. Oh, okay. He was in that movie? Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I go back to the movies. Actually, is John Wick 4, 4 out today? Yeah, or? it's out. It's okay. out. Go see it. Go to the go movies. See, go see John Wick 4. Use your, use your yeah. movie pass. It came, out, it came out too quick. I said, I've got to see Shazam yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to go see it? Which was Shazam? Yeah. Yeah, I like the first one. Nice. It again. Yeah, me too. Okay, cool. Go back to it's, the movies. Yeah. See Black Shazam and John Wick Four. I'm sure and John Wick Four, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> oh, I want to see that too. Is it out? I want to see that Me too. too. It yeah, funny. it's out. Yeah, that should look Yeah, so fun. many movies, so many movies. Go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gotta go. Don't be a bitch. Go to the movies. Don't be a bitch. Go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Bye, Josh. Bye.